What's up, boys and girls, and to all my misfits around the world? I'm your host, Rampage the Misfit, and you're tuned in to Misfit Minded, where I bring you everything movie and music related. Today is Wednesday, August 9th, and it is What to Watch Wednesday, and I'm going to have your recommendation up pretty soon, as soon as I finish this season. I have like an hour left, and I kind of want to finish it before I recommend it to you guys, because if it's going how I think it's going to go, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I also, since we missed out yesterday, want to do a track-by-track review for Sean Price's new album, Imperious Rex, which came out yesterday. Uh, I had quite a lot of things to get off my chest yesterday, and so it just, I didn't get around to it. But Imperious Rex is out. I'm going to listen to it, do some uh, track-by-track reviews, break it down. And it's been like two years i think since sean price passed uh yesterday so maybe i'll i'll do a segment just on sean price in general his album release party was yesterday and all proceeds i think from the album go to his family and his wife uh bernadette price so if you like it please buy the album i'm gonna post like the songs like i said and review them but if you like it please go out and support it and buy it because you know they're missing out on that that uh income even though he did go by the name of the brokest rapper you know back when he was alive <laughs> um i love sean price man he's one of my favorite rappers uh anyways that's the schedule for today i'm gonna finish this season and i'll get back to you guys in about an hour stay tuned welcome back to misfit minded i'm your host rampage the misfit here to bring you your what to watch wednesday recommendations I know I said I was just going to give you one, but I'm a little late on this, so I'm going to give you a bonus one on top of it. Both of my What to Watch recommendations are available to stream right now on Netflix, so if any of what I'm describing to you sounds interesting at all, feel free to go ahead and watch that, and tell me what you thought about it. Um, Call in and even write. Uh, Anchor has this new feature on here where you can type messages, which is I think is great. And so getting into the first What to Watch recommendation, it is called The Keepers on Netflix. It's the one with the creepy nun on the cover. Yeah, that one. So I knew little to nothing about this docuseries going into it. So I think that's the best way to watch it. It's seven parts and they're each an hour long, but it flies by like really fast and once you watch once you get past like the second episode you're not going to want to stop you're going to want to know what happens next you're going to want to see closure just like the main characters in this show and i say that like it's fictional it's not it's a true story so let me back up and rewind for a little bit and explain to you what the keepers is about um just basic plot of it so The Keepers is an investigative docuseries that follows the murder of Sister Catherine Sesnick, who was murdered in 1969 in Baltimore, Maryland. 
and two of her students, former students, are now on the case trying to solve what happened because it's almost been 50 years since then and it remains a cold case. So they go on the trail to figure out what happened. You know, was it an accidental murder? Was it a random murder? Was it someone she knew? Uh, And so they follow interviews with the police, the FBI, journalists, lawyers, priests, other students, family members to solve the pieces to this puzzle. And around the second or third episode, the answers are far more nefarious than what you could have ever imagined. And much like making a murderer, you walk away from it questioning your faith, questioning society, questioning our legal system and how this case was handled and what should have been done and what wasn't done and why this no one is behind bars no one is punished for this murder and like i said i don't want to give anything else away so i'm just going to leave it at that and like if you like making a murder if you like cold case files uh serial the podcast anything with investigative journalism i'm in usually (laughs) um but this one just really hit me hard it's a really it's really depressing and heavy stuff though so if you're not in the type of mood to get into that i understand but if you are i suggest i recommend you pick it up and it's very bingeable seven parts each an hour long and i i just want to say that the the production value and how they recreate the scenes is very eerie uh they do they do black and white and the interviews just you feel the pain of some of these people and you actually feel the effect that sister Kathy had on all of them and how important she was so it makes it that much more tough to watch as well also um there's one scene that kind of sums up my emotion watching the show and it's this old like this older 60 something year old lady they have a revelation and she just goes those fuckers (laughs) and it's like funny but it's that's how you're gonna feel watching this and i say this is heavy and depressing but to me anything that is searching for truth and justice and integrity journalistic integrity that is um positive to me because that's what i want to do in my career obviously so i has my highest recommendation i would give it like a three and a half out of four Uh, I wouldn't even be mad to give it a four out of four. It's just, it's so compelling. So the keepers guys watch it and then call me and tell me what you guys thought about it. Cause there's a lot of conspiracies out there. And for my second, what to watch recommendation. It is a sequel on Netflix, a sequel to the prequel. If I can say that (laughs) it is what hot American summer 10 years later, uh, we saw Wet Hot American Summer, first day of camp. That was the prequel to the movie that came out like around 2001, I want to say. And uh, that one came out like maybe a year or two ago on Netflix. And I liked it. Uh, I thought it was good. I just, I don't really remember it, to be honest, that much. And I like the idea of 
seeing how all of the people from camp and the counselors how are they are doing in the future which 10 years later is like the 90s so again it was kind of fun too to see it as a 90s period piece as well and if you talk about anything uh wet hot american summer related you have to bring up the incredible comedic cast they get together every time you got amy poehler adam scott ken marino michael ian black michael showalter paul rudd elizabeth banks jason schwartzman molly shannon rob hubel sam levine lake bell david wayne h john benjamin janine garofalo christopher maloney joe latruglio chris pine uh this time jai courtney and Alyssa milano stopped by so if you don't know any of those names i just mentioned or you think the cast is the problem of this tv show then you've either been living under a rock for the last 20 years or you're just really high because you're, you can't ask for a better cast so on the last day of camp in 1981 they all get together and say 10 years from now we're gonna meet back here again and this is what this show is it's a 10-year reunion and they're all pursuing their careers elizabeth banks is like this big news reporter um, Paul Rudd is still like the same like douchey biker guy that he played originally. Marguerite Moreau is like this uh, works for like this fashion designer company, and Michael Showalter, uh, who actually created Wet Hot American Summer with David Wayne and directed Big Sick this year, is an author and he's struggling to find to write the ending to his book. And the book's about his Camp Firewood days. So he uses this opportunity to find inspiration as well. They all get together and old flames start to come back up, but they, some of them are married. There's a conspiracy that goes through that's so ridiculous and over the top, uh, much like the uh, first day of camp was and you got President Reagan back and now uh, George Bush, the original, the OG, not W, is is in on it now uh bush is played by michael ian black and michael showalter does reagan again the two funniest parts that i can remember like losing my shit uh is one when a girl has the virgin that always tries to talk that he has all these women and he's a he's a ladies man she's she makes him show his dick to her and when he does she's like oh it's so pretty and he's like all offended and confused like what do you mean and she's like if you've had sex before like your dick is supposed to look like uh edward james almost's face and i just died laughing at that and the next part was this one character gets found out cheating and he asked the guy you're not going to say anything right and he says no he's like well because you know when it's halloween i gotta get the i gotta get my trick-or-treat bag filled and he's like no i get it i get it i get it and he's like well okay 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 but you know if it's new year's eve you know the ball has to drop he's like i won't say anything i won't say anything and he's like well you know if it's christmas i gotta get my stocking stuff he's like dude i fucking won't say anything <laughs> and it was just so hilarious and Alyssa milano plays like this creepy babysitter who may or may not want to kill them may not be a psychopath and they just hit all these horror tropes that you recognize and the punchline at the very last episode is just, it's so great and worth it. 
The only part I really didn't like is the last episode. It goes a little too over the top and it feels a little lazy. But overall, I think that 10 years later is just as good, if not better, than the prequel if, uh, from memory, if it serves me right. So I'd give it about a two and a half to three out of four. But what do you guys think? Call in, let me know. What are your thoughts on Wet Hot American Summer 10 years later?